At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. What up, folks? Welcome in. It's the hump day edition of The Edge here on VSN, the sports betting network. We got a lot to get to today. Chris Andrews going to join us in 15 minutes. There's a lot to get to with Chris. College football, it's in the air. I think that's what that smell is, it at is. least. Yeah. You can smell college football, you can hear it. And you can see it right around the corner. <laughs> yes, I love it. The fact that uh, we have seven or eight games. If you include the UNLV game against Idaho State, we have eight which, games. Yes, which, by the way, we do have a, a global Actually, line more, a lot more than that. We have seven games on the yeah. main betting board, local interest with Idaho State, UNLV. But it's going to be uh, a low-profile schedule. But still, I think if uh, you're a diehard college football better, you love days like this. It's uh, around the corner on Saturday. So let's talk to Chris Andrews here in about 15 minutes about uh, what he thinks of the week zero schedule. You know what the bummer is going to be? I don't think I've told you this There's yet. There's no bummer when Chris Andrews joins well, us. Well, no, not about Chris Andrews. Oh, it's about okay. Saturday. we got to record about two or three of the games. Record. I have YouTube TV, so I just saved the yeah. games. You want to know why? You're going to be at the Idaho State UNLV game. No, worse. No. You're going to be at uh, you're going to be babysitting somewhere. I'm going to uh, be at a kid's indoor playground celebrating my son's fourth birthday because we're having a party on Saturday. What's a bummer about that? I mean, I love my child, but right. college football, come on. And like a bunch of other people's kids? Uh, nightmare. Anyway, um, so I'll be sad on Saturday. But when I get home, it'll be great. We have a lot to get to in the world of the NFL, though, Matt. We were talking about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. You're waiting for news to come out about how some of these teams are going to handle I got the news. preseason. Uh, you do have the news. So what's the update? One of the teams of interest, a team that has performed well in the preseason, who had an extra game of preseason action, the Las Vegas Raiders. We're going to see Derek Carr this weekend, right? Did, come on. We haven't seen him at all. 
you got to get some reps in in a new system. Well, the Raiders are three and zero straight up, and uh, I guess you would call it three and zero against the spread, against the closing number, mm-hmm. unless you got Dolphins plus two last week. But the Raiders have been uh, right there among with the Ravens as the best teams in the NFL preseason. This week, one one and a half point favorites over the Patriots at Allegiant Stadium down the street. The Raiders and Patriots having joint practices. Uh, this week out at the uh, facility in Henderson, not which far Bill from Belichick here. Which Bill Belichick has called it the best facility he's been in. I think he called it the Taj Mahal wow, of uh, really? NFL facilities, mm. practice facilities. Big. Anyway, it's not far from here at the South Point. It is a great facility, but the Patriots Raiders have been going at it this week. Devontae Adams, Derek Carr, lighting up the Patriots defense, according to reports from uh, Raiders reporters, who, who might be, a little, totally, bit, yeah, might be a little bit biased. Yeah. Let's hear from Derek Carr uh, about the value of the joint practices as it compares to uh, playing in a preseason game. Yeah, joint joint practices, um, people show they, they show more stuff. You know, it's not as vanilla, um, you know, for everyone to see. Uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so I think that's something I've always loved about it. Um, and, and when you when you practice against, you know, two coaches that know each other too. I mean, the guys are keeping each other safe, all that kind of stuff. So you're getting full speed to impact. You know. And so you, you know who won the rep and who you know all that kind of stuff. But I just I just love the the different looks you get. It's a different defense. It's a different uh, you know philosophy. It's all those all those kind of things. Situations come up, and um, you know I think that you can get a, a lot accomplished rather than just you know fourteen or fifteen you know snaps in a preseason game. Hmm. Maybe revealing the hand there. I think he did. I watched that last night. I said he's not going to play Friday. Yeah. And uh, I suspected he was not going to play anyway. I thought about betting the Raiders minus one early in the week. I said, well, let's hold out and see if uh, there's a chance Carr and Adams are going to play. Yeah, I still like the Raiders a little bit, even if they don't play. But I would have liked them a lot more if I thought they were going to play even two or three series in that game. I mean, that's enough of an edge, I think, to play the Raiders minus one in a game like that. It's not like the Patriots have looked real sharp in the preseason, right? Like you said, I mean, like by all accounts, it's not going well for the the Patriots. I saw one report, and this is out of New England, that I think it was yesterday, was their worst practice of the offseason. And that comes on the heels of a practice report that we had, what, two Mm -hmm. weeks ago at the beginning of training camp, where they couldn't get anything done on offense. The vibes, at least when it comes to the noise around the New England Patriots, not really great for New England as they head into the regular season. You have to be careful not to overreact to things like right. that in the preseason, obviously. But uh, there have been some negative reports around uh, the New England team. All right, so I, I contacted Adam Hill of the Las Vegas Review-Journal, who covers Raiders, and uh, today he told me there is zero chance wow. that Derek Carr and Devontae Adams are going to play in Friday's game. So if you so bet Derek that, Carr will start. If you bet the Patriots-Raiders game... <laughs> <laughs> you doubting Adam? I'm just teasing. Is that a cheap shot at Adam Hill? Huh? Maybe. Come on. A longtime respected reporter for the Las Vegas Review-Journal, which uh, one of our producers, Sean McCollum, reads the newspaper every day. The actual printed paper, He, does. By he the way. has yeah. the paper in his hands. He flips through it like uh, an 80-year-old. Yeah. He's like, oh, every morning, he's like, what's that sound? It's the sound of the paper hitting the porch. <laughs> Got to run out there Wait, and wait for it. the paper boy yeah. to throw it out in the driveway. Fresh cup of coffee. Anyway. Uh, so Raiders minus one here at the South Point. Put your leg up like this. Yeah. That game is Friday night, uh, eight fifteen p.m. Eastern time kickoff here in Vegas, and uh, I lean to the Raiders, but I'm not sure if I'm going to bet that based on that information. Hey, Paul Gutierrez, who's been on this show with us several times, he covers Raiders for ESPN.com. So he's reporting that the Raiders are going to have a running back by committee situation. I don't think this is going to surprise you. It's going to be Josh Jacobs, Amir Abdullah. 
Zamir White and Brandon Bolden. Uh, I don't think it's Brandon Bolden, is it? Yeah, it's Bolden. Yeah. What about Britton Brown? Uh, Rookie from UCLA. Uh, maybe he's in the fringe, but yeah, Bolden wow. is. He, I, I mean, Big Britain, Daniels brought him over from New England, so I, I assume that's going to be the case. I really thought Britton Brown would uh, be in there. Maybe uh, he could work his way in there. I like Britton Brown a lot, the rookie from UCLA. Anyway, uh, Gutierrez says McDaniels prefers a running back by committee approach. Of course. And uh, that's after Kenyon Drake was released uh, by the Raiders. That's surprised a lot of people, but the Raiders really do have a lot of depth at the running back position. JVT, it looks like Bill Belichick said Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson could be used on all three downs, and it looks like the the Patriots are going to go with uh, those two backs getting the majority of the work after, uh, like you said, Brandon Bolden was uh, sent to Vegas. That is shocking. James White retired. Yep. Brandon Bolden sent to the Raiders. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, actually kind of a steal for the Patriots. I think with Damian Harris and Stevenson, they're in pretty good shape in the backfield. So I want to point this out. I talked about this about two Sundays ago on the Sunday, the Football Betting Guide show. Uh This is still out there, and this should very much be added to the list for a lot of people. Josh Jacobs over at DraftKings, his rushing prop for the season is 750 and a half. Under. (laughs) Right? That was And that was when we were around the the time in which it was rumored that he may be shade or whatever it was. We know how McDaniels works. We kind of saw this coming. The reason why they acquired so many bodies was because Josh McDaniels and the Patriots scheme system Mm -hmm. is very game plan oriented. So however a back does, it's also hot hand oriented, right? So however a back performs, it's going to get a mass majority, vast majority of the touches in a single game. I don't think Josh McDaniels, excuse me, Josh Jacobs sniffs 750 and a half rushing yards. Still out there up at DraftKings. You said 750? 750.5. I thought the first time you said 850. 750. Okay. Well, it's still bet under 750 because right. I think he's probably going to be around 500 yards this season. I, it's pretty apparent that Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler, the GM, are not in love with Josh Jacobs. And if you've been uh, reading between the lines on Patriot, on uh, excuse me, Raiders training camp reports, Jacobs' fumbling problem has been a uh, sore spot with the coaching staff. And uh, that's why he started the Hall of Fame game. Part of the reason they, they wanted to put him out there. It was also, I think, a signal that, hey, you're not the clear-cut number one running back. Mm-hmm. you got to fight for this job. So, yeah, bet under that prop. And uh, I, I would agree with your take on that because I wouldn't be surprised if Josh Jacobs uh, kind of fades in that rotation as the season goes on. Anytime you have a new, uh, new coaching staff and a new regime, they want their guys. Mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs is not their guy necessarily, right? Yep. Uh, Derek Derek Carr can become Josh McDaniels' guy, but I, I don't think Jacobs is a guy they want to roll with, so I like your prop play on that. By the way, Ramondre Stevenson from Oklahoma was a fourth-round pick in the 2021 draft. That's why I said he was a steal. Right now, if I ask you, would you take – would you trade Josh Jacobs for Ramondre Stevenson? Who's better? Oh, I think it's Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah. I mean, he was obviously. a fourth-rounder, and Jacobs yep. was a first-rounder. Yeah, right? well, yeah. And Jacobs was good at the beginning of his career, but I thought we've seen he, him statistically. No, I thought his first year, year and a half, he was pretty good. Yep. All right, with that, so we have we're talking running backs, and obviously if you have a plethora of running backs, really good. A lot of teams kind of just yeah. roll through running backs, and you know, it's kind of the game now when it comes to being a running back in the National Football League and in football in general. When you got two quarterbacks, Matt, what's the old saying? You got two, you got none. Uh huh. Well, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's got new math. He does. He yeah. does because Pete Carroll says he's got two number ones over at Seattle. 
you know, I can go ahead and just call it, but I'm, I want to let the guys battle and let them show you know, where they are and let us get as much information as possible. Um, Gino's done a really good job of being in that position. Uh, his voice is solid. Uh, he's, he's on point all the time. He's been very consistent with his work, all of that. And Drew has been really sharp, you know. So what, you know, it's... I know it's not supposed to be a good situation when you have two quarterbacks. It means you don't have one, as the old saying, you know. But I don't know. That's We might have two ones. We'll see what happens. Wow, look at that. Oh, it's, he's obviously trying to compliment his quarterbacks, but he knows in the back of his mind he has zero ones. Tell me, he said he had two. Let me see. Yeah, Geno he Smith. Lying. He was lying on camera. Oh, come on. It's Geno Smith against the Bears. 10 of 18, 112 yards, three big-time throws by PFF standards. Uh-huh. Come on. He's got a guy. And he's got a solid voice, Geno Smith, as, as Pete Carroll told us. With uh, Geno Smith and Drew Locke, you do not have a number one quarterback. You've got two backups. I, you're not, you're not kind of down with the Geno Smith story? Like, I'd be totally down if Geno Smith came out and was like the guy that we expected him when he was West Virginia. Was that it, right? Yeah. That was before he got his jaw broken by a teammate when he was with the Jets. Remember that? Did he owe money? Was that it? Or, it was something goofy like that, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think. <laughs> he owed him money for a fantasy football yeah, league. Yeah, Santos, look it up. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I think, think so. he owed him money or something ridiculous was, and goofy, which like, why okay, he got punched in the face. Okay. Okay, kind of poly or what was his uh, name? Oh yeah, uh, I, yeah. I don't yeah, remember the, the name Jets exactly, but broke his jaw. Yep. that's uh, not G- happening anymore. Geno's Gino a leader. Smith, Geno Smith is a backup quarterback. Yeah. That's what he is. Or he's a starting quarterback for a bad team that has no chance to make the playoffs. Never say never, Matt. Huh? Never say never. Geno's a good guy. He could probably uh, lead the Seahawks. To I mean, if you're gonna, it's gonna be bad. Don't you want to play the young guy to find out if he can be your future? Drew or maybe Locke. they're playing the long game. Maybe they know Geno Smith is actually the worst quarterback, and they want to lose as many games as possible. Ah. <laughs> That's, that's, that's some shady stuff. All right, when we come back, Chris Andrews, South Point Sportsbook Director. Let's talk week zero with Chris, what he's looking at, what he's expecting this weekend in college football. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. You know, hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, the college football guide here at VSIN has been out for a few weeks. The NFL guide drops tomorrow. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team. We have trends, power ratings, over-under recommendations for season wins, and a lot more. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is become a VSIN all-access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get all-access, everything we do now through the Super Bowl, for only one seventy-five. Or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription. Go to vcend.com slash subscribe for all the options and become part of the sports betting network. vcend.com slash subscribe. NFL Guide with Josh Allen of the Bills on the cover comes out tomorrow. Can't wait to sift through it. Obviously, I know what I wrote, but uh, I want to read what everybody else wrote about it. You know what I mean? I had two divisions, Matt. I don't know about you. I had two divisions. That's like, I'm not going to do the math, a percentage of the teams. That is like a 25%. Wow. I did a quarter of this thing, huh? I had two divisions as well. I had the NFC East and AFC West. 50% of that guide right here at this desk. We deserve a a title change in the next couple of weeks. All right. Chris Andrews is with us. And Andrew Sports up on Twitter. Chris, it's good to talk to you. Week zero is upon us. Matt was trying to poo-poo it. Uh, I'm excited. I don't care if it's Nebraska, Northwestern, or UW, Idaho State, or Nevada, New Mexico State. I am stoked. How will the betters respond? What is a handle on a week zero like, even though the matchups themselves are not very good? Well, you're right. They're not very good. But I'm looking up and down. We have really good action on, you know, really some pretty crappy games. I mean, you got the Big Ten with uh, Nebraska and Northwestern. But after that, nothing uh, all that exciting, I guess. But, uh, you know, like we've had a ton of money on the Illinois-Wyoming game, a ton of money on the Vandy-Hawaii game. Uh, you know, the totals were all getting played. Uh, money lines we just put up this morning, so we haven't had a lot of play on that yet. But, uh, yeah, I, I'll tell you, and we're going to have a parlay card for this first week. So, yeah, we're pretty excited. Uh, you know, it's get our feet wet. It's not going to be a huge week, but uh, it's a nice start to the year. Uh, I'm excited too, Chris. Uh, I said basically the same thing you did. Your quote was, we have really good action on some crappy games. So it is, it is, kind, of, it is kind of a crappy schedule, but I, I expect good action. Uh, I bet these, most of these games actually myself as well. 
Chris, let's run down the lineup here. And uh, follow Chris, by the way, on Twitter at Andrews Sports. Tell me uh, if you have sharper money on one side of the game, where you've moved, and uh, because Vincent and Vinny told me some of the moves you've had here at the South Point. We're going to start in the um, uh, morning on Saturday, Dublin, Ireland, Northwestern, Nebraska. I'm seeing 13 and a half at a lot of places on this game. Total of 49 and a half. Do you think this line hits 14 before kickoff? Oh, I think it definitely does. Mm-hmm. You know, Matt, I, I tried to stay high on this game the whole time. Uh, we opened 12 and a half, and I think at the time there was like 11 and a half and 12s around when we opened it. So I tried to stay ahead of it, and we definitely got bet. You know, and even then, I, I wasn't crazy about moving to a key number uh, like 13, but I did, and I went to 13, and they laid that. So I guess that was right. But I do, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's. Uh, I, I do like the favorite a little bit here, but now once we get over 14, now that it becomes a little tricky then because you're looking at this total, relatively low total, 49 and a half. And, uh, you know, 20 years ago, I would say that's pretty a high, that's a high total, but not anymore. So if you get to 14, I could see some value uh, with the dog, and I, I think some wise guys will come in if we get to 14, and I do think we will get there. Chris Andrews with us. All right, let's go to the next game on the rotation. Uh, one of those not-so-sexy matchups, but intriguing because there is some movement here, Chris. Utah State, uh, 27 across the board, but there's 26 and a half out there. Total of 60 or 59 and a half. Uh, some vague words around the status of Logan Bonner for the Aggies. Uh, what have you seen on this? Is the action on the underdog here, the Huskies? Yeah, this is another one. I, I really didn't have a beef with the number. You know, my power ratings came to 26 and a half, so kind of cutting it pretty close there. Uh, but we opened at 27 and a half. Uh, so we, they took a little bit at the 27 and a half. Took a l- actually, even at the 27, they're taking a little bit there. Uh, I haven't moved it down yet, well, even though, like I said, my power range came to 26 and a half. But that's really cutting a fine line. So I have no beef with the 27. Uh, you know, the public is coming in on the favorite, but only in dribs and drabs. But it looks like the sharper money is on the dog in this one. All right, have you seen sharp money on Illinois? The Illini opened 10-point favorites over Wyoming. We saw that number move to 11 uh, yesterday. I bet Illinois minus 10 here, total of 44. What did you make the number, Chris? And uh, it looks like you're at 11 and a half now here at the South Point. Yeah, you know, Matt, I made the game 10, so I had no beef okay. at all with the opening number. I thought 10 was a, a perfect opening number. But, you know, Matt, they laid me the 10. They laid me the 10 and a half. They laid me at 11. So here I am at 11 and a half. Um, you know, I have no strong opinion on the game, but the sharp money, matter of fact, all the money so far is on Illinois. We only, I'm looking, we only got a couple hundred bucks so far on, on Wyoming. Nothing really uh, major at all, but we, we're, we're, you know, we're pretty high on Illinois, and, and most of it's been sharp money that has pushed us up this high. Now, I don't know about the guy that laid the 11, but, up, but the 10 to 10 and a half is definitely sharp money. Mm-hmm. So uh, wise guys on Illinois with me in that one. What about Charlotte and Florida Atlantic, Chris? Because this one's actually seen a good amount of movement. Some spots open five and a half, got to as high as seven and a half. We're floating around seven. Where'd you open up and where are you guys at right now? Yeah, I'm one of those guys that opened at five and a half. Uh, my power ratings came to four and a half in this game. So five and a half, once again, you're cutting it pretty close. So open five and a half. I didn't have any problem with that number, but I think we were a little bit under the market at that point. They laid me five and a half. They laid me six. They laid me six and a half. So I'm at seven in this one. So it's been, you know, not a flood of money, but certainly enough to move me uh, up and down or move me up on a game with, uh, you know, without, uh, you know, a big, I don't think we're going to do a big handle on this game one way or the other. So I don't want to exactly need this for a fortune, but I think the number is getting up a little high. I think seven, 
maybe some value on the dog there. All right, potential college football playoff preview here with North Texas and Texas El Paso meeting at the Sun Bowl. I think you're talking about Charlotte and Florida Atlantic. Uh, well, that could be too. Yeah. That's a high-profile matchup. But I like the Mean Green and the Miners. I think it's a good under-the-radar uh, type of game. UTEP off a 7-6 and six season, Chris. This uh, UTEP program was a butt of jokes for decades in college football, but Dana Demmel's done a nice job here. These are actually two well-coached teams. North Texas, a one-point favorite here at the South Point. It's Pickham at some other spots. How do you break down this matchup personally, and how much action have you seen on it? You know, North Te- or, uh, UTEP was really the surprise team to me last year. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought they were going to have their typical UTEP that we've seen like for the last decade that's been horrible. But they, they weren't bad. They were pretty good. But I'd like North Texas, too. I mean, that's you said, a well-coached team. You know, I, I opened the game, too. That's right. You know, my power ratings come to North Texas, too. I got a little bit of play on UTEP. Not a whole lot. Uh, I know there's still there's pickums around. Uh, yeah, I'm going to wait to take a bet at the one. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not crazy about either team, but I thought I thought North Texas should be a very slight favorite in this one, and so that's where I'm sitting there. And when they bet me UTEP, which I'm sure they will probably at some point, then I'll go to pick. All right, what about Nevada and New Mexico State? This is a pretty fascinating one given the status of Nevada and what this program has had to endure in the offseason. We know how bad it's been for New Mexico State. Uh, this number in some spots, Chris, is high as 12. Where'd you open it, and where do you see this number getting to by the time we reach kickoff? Well, that's another one. I, you know, I, I made the number 9, which is where we're sitting at right now. So it did open 12. tried to stay under the market, so I opened 11. And they wound up taking 11. They took 10.5 off me. When they took the ten and a half, there's just so many, so much bad news out of Nevada. I wound up moving her to whole point with the nine and a half. Uh, they wound up taking that off me too. So I'm at nine, you know, pretty much with the market. But you know, Nevada had probably as much movement in a negative manner that I, I ever remember seeing in all the years of looking at college football. I think they lost 22 players plus a whole coaching staff. Um, so this is going to be a very, very challenging year for Nevada, to say the least. The only thing I would say is they are playing New Mexico State. It's not like they're uh, going into Notre Dame or Ohio State, anything like that. So, I mean, I think nine's probably a decent number. But uh, Nevada has a lot of problems. They're just playing a weak sister uh, week one, and you know, we'll see if that's going to be enough for them to pull out a win. But uh, I, I want, this is one of those games I would hate to touch either way. All right, Chris Andrews with us, South Point Sportsbook Director. Uh, Chris, how about Saturday night? I love it when we have a late game on the islands, Vanderbilt and Hawaii. And uh, we've seen this number jump up here a little bit in the past couple of days. Actually, it opened as low as two, I believe. Vanderbilt minus two at some spots. Now up to eight here at the South Point, eight and a half at Circa. And this Hawaii program looks like it's uh, going to be a total rebuild. Yeah, but I mean, it's Vandy on the road. Right. You know, I just, uh, <laughs> you know, Matt, I had lunch with a couple guys, and I'm not going to mention their names, but two guys that you would know and have a lot of respect for. Uh-huh. And uh, we were talking about this game, and one guy made Hawaii two, one guy made Hickam, and I, my power ratings came to Vanderbilt one. Right. So, I mean, I'm definitely, we're going to need the dog, and that's fine with me. And I know the big move came out. Uh, Raz R A S they put out uh, they put out a, uh, the side the other day at minus I think six or six and a half mm-hmm. and this number has just climbed ever since uh, you know I mean I, I there's no way I could see Vandy being more than a touchdown favorite in almost any game 
And uh, I, I think the dog is very, very live in this game. And like I said, two guys I have a lot of respect for really thought this game should be much, much closer to pick them, which is kind of my feelings as well. So we go in needing uh, Hawaii in this game. I'm fine with that. And I think we will. All right. Up to eight and a half. I'm interested in the Hawaii side now. Thanks a lot, Chris. Appreciate the time. My pleasure, guys. Great talking to you. This is The Edge on VSN, the sports betting network. Pocket cash with popular picks. Join Levi's 501 Pop Culture Pools for free and answer questions for a shot at a share of $10,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Levi's now to get in on the action. Levi's buy better, wear longer. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Before we get to the third team in our Edge preseason top 40 poll, you know it's the last week of the Edge preseason college top 40 poll. That's oh, last I week. thought you were saying no, something no, else. No, no. Okay. The Edge preseason top it 40 is the last week. We're down to uh, number three, number two, and number one. Number three today. We're going to get to that, though, momentarily. Uh, we did want to shine some light because uh, we don't just have on a Saturday – uh, what is it? Six games? Because those are the six that are on the board. Right. We actually have quite a few, uh, but that's on the board. That involves the FCS teams and some lesser matchups uh, that a lot of people might not care about. We do have numbers, though. Uh, I think globally. there are a lot of people who do care about Well, those. just by the line move for a couple of these, there mm-hmm. are people out there that care. Um, we do have one in our own backyard out here, UNLV and Idaho State. This has actually been a topic of conversation because we did get a number on this one in the offseason. Tony Miller, who runs the sportsbook over at the Golden Nugget, posted lines for every single UNLV football game mm-hmm. um, and had UNLV as a 25-point favorite in the offseason. Brad Powers, we talked to him. Right? Not, not a bad line by Tony Miller, t- Tony no. Miller actually. I, I think we saw another odds maker who's uh, always talking about his numbers are the best numbers. Uh, has a lot of confidence in his numbers. And he said he, he was thinking 31 and a half. Yeah. Right? And now we see another number come out today. So Tony Tony kind of split the difference, but more towards uh, the sharp book that posted the number today. So one global shop posted actually as low as 18 and a half, immediately adjusted it to 21 and a half. And mm-hmm. that is the number that is out there right now. So UNLV, a 21 and a half point favorite over Idaho State. Uh, they figured out, I mean, kind of, they named co-starters for their quarterback situation going into that game. So they're still figuring some things out and a pretty high number for a team that doesn't have a, a ton going on for it. No, I, I'm not too high on this Idaho State team right now. Yeah. I think uh, really, really, realistically, UNLV should win this game by – Close to four touchdowns. I, w- I made the number 24 and a half. I, don't, I thought Tony Miller made a pretty good number on the game. You're going to see more action on UNLV, too. It being right. uh, the Rebels' home opener at Allegiant Stadium. This game's, by the way, on CBS Sports Network. Yeah, how about that? At 1230 uh, Pacific Time Saturday afternoon. You Definitely, if you're running a Vegas book, you're, you're going to take more action on UNLV in this game. I lean to a higher number than we saw offshore today. I would put this at 24 and a half. Uh, the other games that are up on the board, Western Kentucky is taking on Austin P. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, the number 19 and a half. Uh, we saw this open at 21 and a half offshore. So there was a quick adjustment there when this got posted, but 20 or 19 and a half, excuse me, uh, the Bailey Zappulous Western Kentucky Hilltoppers taking on Austin P. 19 and a half with a total of 67 and a half. Uh, we also have Duquesne, Florida State. Florida State right now a 31-and-a-half point favorite with a total of 52-and-a-half. North Carolina taking on Florida A&M. That is a 35-and-a-half point line in favor of North Carolina with a total of 57-and-a-half. Uh, Stephen F. Austin, Jacksonville State, a pick with a total of 51-and-a-half. Moorhead State, Mercer, Mercer, 22-and-a-half point favorite. And then Alabama State, Howard, uh, that is a 7-and-a-half point spread in favor of Alabama State with a total of 53-and-a-half. <clears throat> 
And uh, don't forget about oh, okay. So Florida State is hosting Duquesne. Yes. You remember what happened last year when Jacksonville State went to Tallahassee? Oh, Florida State smoked them, right? Just absolutely wiped the floor with them. Florida State was a 27-point favorite and lost the game 20-17. <laughs> to 17. That's why some of these FCS matchups are intriguing. You can catch some big numbers on some teams that actually have a chance to pull upsets or uh, you know, make the, uh, make the Power 5 conference team sweat. And it uh, be interesting to see if uh, that happens. We We've seen UNLV in the past lose – as I believe about what a forty is it Howard forty two yeah. point favorite to Howard yep. right yep so I like the FCS uh, FBS matchups uh, some sometimes you can find great line value in uh, those you can definitely find softer numbers let's put it that put it that way because you're going to find a, a wide variety of opinions on what some of these numbers should be and I think uh, there are some sharp betters out there who really focus on those type of games. Uh, by the way, let's not bury the lead, too, mm -hmm. uh, on that uh, Jacksonville State-Florida State Seminoles uh, game because they lost on a 59-yard touchdown as time expired. Essentially, Hail Mary, Florida State did. so. Yeah, but they were a 27-point <laughs> underdog down, uh, down <laughs> right. by one score in yep. the last minute. So Down by four. And actually, if you watch the game, Jacksonville State was outplaying Florida State most yep. of the way. So you it know, was not a fluke win. I think that a team like, let's say, Georgia – is not going to run into a speed bump like Jacksonville State. They'll run into it, but mm -hmm. it'll be relatively easily crossed. How about that? Because Georgia checks in as our third-ranked team in the Edge College football football, football preseason top 40 poll. The Bulldogs, of course, the third-best team by our pollsters. And I think a vast majority of people who handicap and prep for the college football season and or cover college football. Kirby Smart, of course, after coming off of last year with seven guys coming back on offense, three on defense, and Stetson Bennett looking to lead Georgia to glory once again. And here we go. Some relatively winnable games, Matt Humans, on this schedule, but some key ones for you. At home against Florida on October 29th, home versus Tennessee on November 5th. But I would say that there's a very, very clear path to not only the college football playoff, but a championship game potentially for the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, I'm not uh, really as that high on this Georgia team, I think, as a lot of people were last year. Mm -hmm. But the schedule certainly <laughs> sets up. If you're going to bet over the win total, I'm not going to argue for one second if you want to bet over 10.5 on this win total because uh, the opener against Oregon, I think, is going to be a blowout in favor of the Bulldogs. They should uh, crush the Ducks in that game. Is the game at South Carolina on September 17th a little bit tricky? Yeah, but only a little bit. And then you, uh, you've got home games against Auburn, Vandy. The Florida game in Jacksonville is one of the key games we've highlighted here. That's a key game for Georgia at Florida every year. But uh, Georgia is going to be, I would say right now, a seven-point favorite. I'm not sure what Chris Andrews has got in the game of the year lines. Yeah, forgive me. I think I mentioned that as a home game too, but we obviously know that's it's in Jacksonville. the case. Yeah. Uh, home against Tennessee late in the season – at Mississippi State, at Kentucky. Those are your tricky spots here for the Bulldogs. If they're um, not going to run the table here in the SEC, I think they're going to get tripped up in the middle of November at Mississippi State or Kentucky. I'll, I'll take Kentucky as a spot. Maybe not so much Mississippi State, but to your point, it's still Well, it's that's still four there. tough games in a row. If you look at it, uh, Florida, Tennessee. Oh, I thought you were talking about Tennessee, Mississippi State, Kentucky, Georgia Tech. Mississippi State, Kentucky. Not Georgia Tech? No. In-state rival? Not Georgia Tech. Blood boiling, you know, want to get a win over the dogs? Nothing. You know what the score of that game was last year? 45-0. <laughs> uh, I would agree. But I think I, I'm amazed just looking at this schedule. The stretch from Kent State 
all the way through to that game against Florida and Jacksonville. Like, sure, mm-hmm. like Auburn might present a challenge just if they're going to be improved. But first, I would the still first say half of that schedule is really, it's really incredible. soft. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. But it's an SEC schedule. Mm-hmm. I thought the SEC was like the toughest every single week. You just play in SEC defenses. It's incredibly tough. No? Well, the Samford Bulldogs, you cannot, <laughs> can't overlook that team. No, that would be can't. a big mistake. So I think that this team, you kind of hit on it. This is a team that it's, a, it's um, narratively, it is a better version of UCLA, right? We look at UCLA and we think, I don't know how good that team's going to be, but the schedule sets up that they should win eight more games this coming season. Mm-hmm. Much bigger scale for Georgia. Don't really know how good they are in the grand scheme of things when it comes to the two top teams that are clearly in their own tier, which is Alabama and Ohio State. But it is pretty clear that their path to, at the very least, the SEC championship game and fighting their way, because you would assume very likely one loss and or undefeated by the time you get to the SEC championship game, that they have a really good shot at making this college I'm going to say they don't make it. I'm going to say Georgia does not make the college football playoffs. So that would assume one loss in the regular season and then yeah. a loss in the SEC championship Lost game? Lost to Bama in the championship yep. game, one loss in the regular season. I think uh, Bulldogs are going to get tripped up in one of those late-season games in Mississippi State or Kentucky. So what if, is it for you? Is it their defense? One. Well, you lost eight starters yeah. off that defense. You lost a lot of, a lot NFL, of NFL talent, talent yeah. off that defense. And Stetson Bennett, he played above his head in the uh, rematch with Alabama in the championship game. And also – Georgia got a little bit lucky that Bama was beat up with injuries mm-hmm. in that game. Uh, if you if you think Georgia's going to be a college football playoff team, I'm not going to put up a big argument here, but I'm going to say no. I just don't think it's going to happen uh, when you got to go through Alabama in the SEC championship game and the chance you're going to get tripped up in at least one game. You're going to have two. It's a two-loss Georgia team. Stetson Bennett actually surprised me with some big-time throws in that mm-hmm. championship game. You know, he was – insulted by calling, being called a game manager and all sorts. And he was, for the most part, in a lot of those games. But he stepped up and made throws when he had to against Bama in the championship game. He finished the year with 29 TD passes, seven interceptions. I think maybe uh, the end of that schedule for Georgia is just going to be a little bit too tough. Yeah, okay. you're right. Halfway through the season, Georgia's going to be 6-0. and We're going to be talking about games like 45 or 45 to nothing. Right. Gonna it's going to be business games, yeah. as usual. I think the Bulldogs get tripped up late, don't make the playoff. And uh, by the way, do you remember how ugly that season opener against Clemson was last year? I do. Wow. Georgia was a three-point dog to Clemson in the season opener. It was neutral. Georgia won 10-3, and the only offensive touchdown on the game was a 74-yard interception return by Georgia. I remember it. I remember it finally. A lot of people are like, that's that's dogs defense, baby. Instead <laughs> well, of watching both of those offenses well, looking absolutely abysmal. Well, that was the start of uh Clemson going 0-7 against the spread. Yeah. To open the season. Anyway, Georgia's our number three team. I think a, I would say a pretty solid number three right now, but I'm not projecting Georgia to make the college yeah, football. As we've play. kind of hit on a couple of times now throughout this whole entire yeah. process, they're safely in their own little zone as the third best team in the mm-hmm. country. Uh, but there does seem to be a line of demarcation between them uh, and, of course, the top two teams. All right, when we come back, we can hit on a lot of stuff. We got best bets to look ahead to the weekend. And also, uh, your New York Yankees continue to operate at a high level, my friends. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Edge on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of The Edge is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouch. It's a simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, Matt, but there have been times in life where I needed to make a change. I knew I needed to make a change, but I wasn't ready yet. Zen understands there's one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline's a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen's going to be there for you. If you're thinking about making to change want to learn more today check out zen nicotine pouches at zen.com that's zyn.com warning running contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical wow i hope you bet hawaii in the little league world series today the mercy ruled these kids huh wow 13 nothing hawaii over tennessee made that kid cry we were watching uh their kid had a play in center field i think it would have ended the inning instead he come we're watching a replay again completely missed times his jump so we're going to talk uh, Hawaii football on tomorrow's show. we got Kanoa Leahy, the play-by-play guy for uh, the Warriors, is going to be on with us. We'll talk about Vandy. Hawaii. I know he's not real optimistic uh, about what he's seen in camp so far, but uh, we just talked to Chris Andrews on today's show. He had lunch with two respected odds makers, one who made Hawaii a small favorite, the other a pick is that what he said? Yep. And uh, this line has opened Vandy minus two, and it was up to Vandy eight or eight and a half. At that point, uh, at this point, I think uh, you have to consider a play on Hawaii. We'll talk about that game more tomorrow. I don't have it listed as a bet, best bet yet. Yeah, I was gonna say yet. I'm gonna bet Hawaii. I just want to see what the number does mm-hmm. since we've gotten all the way up to eight and a half, and shows no signs of slowing down at this point right now. Uh, speaking of best bets, so the only thing I've got UConn plus twenty seven. Did you add anything to what you had from uh, the other day? Same three best bets. We've got UConn plus 27. I have not seen any uh, move up in that number yet. I thought maybe it would go up to 28, but uh, 
I guess that Starting would have head off a couple of 26 and a half now appeared on the right. market. Circus sports down to 26 and a half. I think if you're going to see a 28, it would come after an announcement that Logan Bonner is going to start for Utah state. Yeah. Maybe there's some play on the Aggies on game day. That's possible. But, uh, 27 with, uh, Connecticut against Utah state, big dog actually laid, uh, Oh no. Yeah. I did lay 10 with Illinois against Wyoming mm-hmm. in the mountain West, big 10 matchup. And uh, we've seen some sharp money come in on Illinois in the last 24 hours. That's up to 11, 11 and a half. But I like that Illini. Offensive line to overpower and wear down the Wyoming defense in that game. Uh, also, I, I've said this a couple times. I have not taken the 13 with Northwestern yet against Nebraska. But I will bet Northwestern. I'm waiting for this number to get to 14. Chris Andrews said, little doubt in his mind it's going to happen. So at that point, I will take Northwestern. And the 14 points against Nebraska in Dublin, Ireland on a Saturday morning to kick off the college football season. Exciting stuff, man. Exciting Probably going to add a play on Hawaii plus eight and a half. Uh, but I'll do that before tomorrow's show if, uh, if I do plan on betting it. I got to look into it a little bit more. I, I was a little concerned with uh, Hawaii on paper when I went through the depth chart. Of course. I think you have to have some concerns. But Vandy, I'm going to go back. I'll, I'll give you the exact number tomorrow. I think if you go back four seasons, Vanderbilt's won a total of a, you know maybe uh, six games. Has won one game in four years by more than seven points. Okay. Was it on the road? Because that's the other part. I don't too. think so. I got to get the exact number for you tomorrow. I was looking it up. And not let, the if, easiest trip to make. If you want to talk for a couple minutes, I'll look it up right now. A couple of minutes. That's a high percentage of what we got left here. It's pretty strong, my friend. No, I would say that too. And look, in uh, today's day and age, travel isn't the hardest anymore, uh, but still in college football, to make that trip out to Hawaii be a relatively challenging spot for the Commodores to go out there and not only win in a spot, which, as you mentioned, a lot of sharper betters have a much tighter number, but not even just cover seven, seven and a half, cover eight and a half, which is out there. I go back three years. Nice, I did. 33 games, a 5 and 28 record with one of those wins by more than seven points. Okay. So. Somebody out there said, make it two. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, the one win by more than seven points against East Tennessee State. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you, you mentioned it. If you actually look through the roster of Hawaii, it might be a roster that's comparable to it's that concerning. of East Tennessee State. <laughs> it's concerning. No question about it. But uh, hopefully Timmy Chang's been able to uh, make some progress with this run-and-shoot offense. That's one thing I do like with the run-and-shoot offense. It does Sometimes maximize your talent. You can put though. a defense on its heels and level the playing field a little bit. But Vandy, in the last three years, two and ten, and zero and nine, and three and nine. Can we also? I mean, not eight look, point eight and a half, eight eight and a half point favorite on the road. It depends on how much you value this type of stuff. And I get they're playing in a smaller venue. I do wonder that is going to be a very excited atmosphere for Timmy Chang in his first yeah. year as head coach of Hawaii in his first game at home in the island. You know, there's no question. I think uh, they've expanded the capacity. We'll talk with uh, Kanoa Leahy about this tomorrow. I think maybe 15,000 seats yeah. in that small uh, stadium they've got while Aloha Stadium shut down. But uh, it is it does make for a pretty good atmosphere. And don't forget, uh, Hawaii pulled off a couple of upsets uh, last year. Beat Fresno State yep. as a home dog. And the Warriors have been really good uh, home dogs over the course of the years. Hopefully that's the case again Saturday night. All right, Major League Baseball. I do want to mention one game that went final uh, today, and it was actually a blowout. Atlanta went on the road against Pittsburgh and smoked the Pirates 14-2. to That lead in the National League East is down to one and a half for the New York Mets now. Mm-hmm. So worth mentioning that the Braves get that victory. Uh, and on top of the New York Mets falling to the New York Yankees last night by a score of 4-2, to so... 
This is quite the division race we got in the NL East. Now. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Judge busted out of his uh, mini slump there uh, in the uh, Subway Series, and the Yankees win, I think, 4-2 on back-to-back days. Yep. And uh, get a pr- pretty good pitching performance, finally, from Frankie Montas in last night's game. And I, I, I still, man, I'm worried about the back end of the Yankees' bullpen when you get to the playoffs. Uh, they've made it work here uh, a few days in a row. They're trying to patch things together. But if you look at the injuries they've had, and you can't rely on a Roldis Chapman no. to close games. It's all over with with the Royals. No, I just think it's the no, reason. It's closer to be by concerned. committee. Yeah, no, it's closer by committee, and that's been reports out of New York, and that's going to be a little bit of an issue for them. You don't want to do a committee role. You've had you, Zach Britton, yeah, Michael King. Uh, you had one other. You've had you've had three really uh, strong back end relievers go down with injuries, and they're not going to come back. Anything on the board stick out to you today? Because there's a couple of big games, at least when it comes to the playoff race, uh, that have yet to get started, and we'll have them a little bit later today. Um, but anything stick out to you from a baseball perspective? Because I got a couple for you. Uh, you tell me what jumps out to you. Well, I think first off, I wanted to go to White Sox Orioles if we could, Santos, because this has some pretty big implications for both of these teams, right? Both teams are kind of grinding away. The White Sox trying to take that AL Central crown right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are four games behind the Cleveland Guardians. This also has some pretty big wild card implications. Baltimore's two and a half games back of Seattle, and the White Sox, if they're not going to win the division, they are two and a half games back of Baltimore to get a wild card right. spot. So pretty big series between these two. Pretty interesting spot. The Chicago White Sox with Lucas Giolito, has, who has been a disappointment this year. $1.20 favorite on the road against the Baltimore Orioles. Mm-hmm. Are you going to lay it? Uh, no. I would actually say that I'm surprised the market has made Lucas Giolito and the White Sox a $1.20 favorite on the road in some spots. Where That's surprising to me, too, especially you know, with the way the Orioles have played. But we talked about this last week. It seems like the market's not really respecting the Orioles and how well they've played in the last two months, right? Right, absolutely. And look, Spencer Watkins, if you look at it, like not the most dominant pitcher in the world, but it's not like if you look at his numbers, there's something that sticks out to you. Like, wow, this guy's going to get smoked. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? 404 ERA, fielding independent of 435, so you're not that far off. And we mentioned this with Giolito. Like, Giolito, it's just the issues be or seem to be pretty consistent with Giolito. I just wouldn't be in a spot where I'm willing to look at something like that and lay it. And I get it. If you look at some of the underlying numbers for Giolito, 534 ERA, 413 fielding independent would tell you that maybe he's being a little undervalued as a pitcher. Right. But when we're talking about betting on those guys, I want those spots where they're going to be a little undervalued, not laying mm-hmm. a price on the road against a team that has been better than them through, what are sure. we now, 100 and something games. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Now, this is going to be like uh, cherry picking. This is an easy one, but Love it. how do you not throw Tampa Bay on some sort of parlay against the uh, Angels who <laughs> look like they've given up on the season? Uh, yeah. With and you've got Shane McClanahan on the mound today. It's a big price, Rays minus 270, but if you're putting a baseball parlay together, how do you not throw the Rays on it? I would I would agree with that. And, it was 11-1 uh, to 1 last night. Angels get pounded. Yep. And Mike Myers Trout is, actually hit a homer, right? He did. He's back. And uh, Myers is getting a spot start, so he's not going to last long. It, right. I, I don't even know what you're going to get from him in that short sample size, but it does not seem a team that is uh, very motivated here. And the Rays, I mean, I think we mentioned this the other day. The Rays are just quietly playing some really solid baseball as they head into, like, it's the most important part of the year. And here are the Rays, 8-2 mm-hmm. and two in their last 10 games. They've won four straight. And they're, they're cruising a little bit. And they've got a good top-end guy who is going to pitch tonight in Shane McClanahan. I don't know if I would include them, uh, but you know that that minus 285 is going to be included on quite a few money line parlays with, uh, I don't know, let's say the Philadelphia Phillies and the St. Louis Cardinals probably. All over $2 favorites. The Angels have dropped seven of their past eight. Hey, man. 
Artie Moreno's on the way out. That's all that I matters. mean, that is some good news. Artie Moreno's <laughs> going to sell the team. I think that gives you renewed hope that maybe the Angels can hold on to Shohei Otani. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Otani's going to get big money elsewhere. But it gives the Angels a chance to maybe change some things in a major way in that organization. Your guy, Andrew Haney, goes for the Dodgers, who have been unstoppable tonight. Yes, Andrew. Simpler times when he was, you know, an Angels pitcher. But now all of a sudden he's got a 177 ERA and unstoppable. All right, we'll take uh, our leave here. My Guys in the Desert coming up next. vcin.com. Check out everything we have to offer. And remember, tomorrow, big day, NFL betting guy drops. We've got some big news about the betting guide coming up, too, in the next couple of days. We'll tell you what that is. I don't know when, but we'll tell you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.